Welcome to the Geek Exploring on Off Topic Debrief. I'm John Williams. And I'm Ben Robinson. We're here to uh, talk about the new stuffs we heard about. Yeah, yeah. Things from the last couple weeks. We're going to have a uh, nice casual chat. If this is your first time, welcome. Um, this is every other week we do one of these. And on the other weeks, we do one of the others. Or we, uh, we do our regular show. Um, this is... Our irregular show. Yeah. <laughs> so, let's... Uh, let's Wait, how are you doing, Ben? I'm doing pretty well. How about you? Not bad. Um, so let's, if you don't mind, um, want to just get the uh, the DC news out of the way? Yeah, let's do it. Um, so the DC Universe app that we've talked about, uh, that's DC's own app where they've had uh, TV shows and comic books and old TV shows and movies that you can watch, appears to be dying. Um, they recently stopped allowing you to renew or start up new uh, annual subscriptions, which, I mean, there, there's been no formal announcement, but that kind of, it smells bad. If they're not going to take your money, that's not a good sign for the future for them. But uh, I presume they're going to be rolling that into HBO Max. That, that's right? been my assumption since day one when HBO Max was announced. That like, it, it makes sense. It, that, that's how you make it. Your Disney Plus, you know, Disney Plus has Marvel and HBO has Warner Brothers and thus has DC. So hopefully they don't drastically reduce the amount of content available, though, because like, like with Disney Plus and Marvel, like they're they kind of rotate things in and out. And like HBO Max had already done with some of their DC properties that they did have on there. Yeah. One of the perks of having that is that you have access to a large library of that of the DC stuff that you want. And uh, if it comes down to a small library, but you also get all the HBO stuff, I mean, I'm never going to mourn the loss of a streaming system <laughs> because uh, I think there's too many of them anyway. So. Yeah. I don't imagine like the digital comic books are going to go over with them. That that doesn't make sense for an oh, HBO yeah. Max uh, thing. But I do hope they keep like the more obscure TV shows. Like a, there was a Wonder Woman pilot from uh, before the Linda Carter TV series, and she oh, had a really? drastically different costume. like like blue pants and black boots and like a uh, a red kind of tunic and she was blonde. Oh weird. Yeah, I haven't watched it. I've just seen the cover art for it. W- what year was that? Like the early 70s? I would guess that. Yeah, early mid 70s cuz yeah, I think the Linda Carter show was late 70s. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't watch much of it. Um and then there there was another TV special that I'd heard about when I was younger that that had a bunch of DC superheroes and villains including Adam West and Burt Ward as Batman and Robin. And this was like 10 years after the series went, uh, went off the air. It's wild. And like Frank Gorshin was there as, uh, as the Riddler. And cool. yeah, I started it one day. Oh, it's, it's terrible, but oh, yeah. I'm glad I got to see it. <laughs> There's like the Shazam TV series that I never watched. Well, yeah, they're like curiosities. Yes. More than something that's, that's meaningful entertainment and and which is probably why they won't end up on hbo max yeah yeah i mean there there was a fucking i think it i think it was a tv movie but it could have just been a, a theatrical movie that never went anywhere but um there was one based on the spirit that you know years oh, later yeah. le- years later frank miller did that one but this one had um what's his name fucking i think it's sam jones the guy who played flash gordon in the 80s oh cool yeah he was playing the spirit I mean, it'd be cool if, the, if on HBO Max they left like a section, like go to here's the DC section. But you wouldn't want to keep that stuff in like the general population for yeah. for non nerds because they'd see it and just be like, "What is this garbage on my TV?" And they'd be all upset. Whereas like 
fanboys are going to be like, oh, this is cool. Yeah, yeah. Put it under like oddities or something. Yeah. So DC Universe on its way out. I'm all right with that. I'll make the switch to HBO Max if uh, if DC gets absorbed by then. I'm going to do it anyway for, for Green Lantern Corps and the Snyder Justice League. Yeah. Truth. Um, I got one more DC thing. Sure. Let, let's get them all out of the way. Okay. I, don't, I don't have anything on DC. All right. Um, the, a trailer was released for a, a, uh, Batman animated interactive movie called death in the family. Oh, it looks like it was taking some footage from the old, uh, Batman under the red hood animated movie, which is one of my favorites. I think that one is fucking fantastic. It's rated R, isn't it? That one wasn't. Oh, no. Um, killing joke was the first one that did it. Yeah. But this one is going to go back into the past with Joker and the Jason Todd Robin, and then it will come up into the future through Jason Todd as Red Hood and possibly as Red Robin. There, There is a Red Robin there, but he's wearing a costume Yum. that... <laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> he's wearing a costume that, uh, that Tim Drake wore in the comic books, but the interactive portion comes in. It's kind of a little Easter egg to, um, to the original Death in the Family comic book in the 80s where you you would call in to vote other over whether or not robin survived so in this one you get to choose whether or not robin survives doesn't that kind of like totally muck up the end of the movie i'm not sure i'm really interested how does it go to the red hood being a thing if jason todd doesn't get well i mean in in the comic books and the the animated movie under the red hood robin dies so what i'm more curious about is what happens if he doesn't die yeah. And doesn't get put in the Lazarus pit and come back to life. Hmm. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. It's it's got a, a good um art direction, good art style, and to have more uh John DiMaggio as the Joker, like I thought his performance was fantastic. So um I think Bruce Bruce Greenwood is gonna be Batman from the sounds of things. He he did a few of those movies back then. And um I'm really looking forward to that. They will get my money. Sweet. Yeah. And I think that does it for me with DC News. Hooray. Wicked. Uh, I mean, it was it's about a week ago now, but Xbox did their, their games showcase for, like, you know, the next gen and everything that's coming up. Did oh, you no see shit. any of that? Nope. Uh, it, it looked kind of cool. Like, I mean, it was kind of like the PS5 one when they came out. It was like, okay, yeah, some of that stuff looks pretty rad. But, uh, you know, it didn't make me, like pre-order an x not that i could <laughs> an xbox series x because I, I guess most of the most of their first party games not all of them they originally came out saying like all of them would have support you know would come out on xbox one and series x oh okay and then they came back and said well actually we're gonna let them uh the first party developers choose whether or not they want to because it's i mean that's a tough requirement to put on and be like you need to develop your cool next gen game to work on this old system too yeah most of them come out and said they will but if they're coming out on the Xbox One, which I already own, do I really need to get a Series X? Yeah, I guess it's one of those things like like when Blu-ray first started coming out. You know, it's like, well, I've got a DVD player. And is that yeah. extra bit of definition and graphics really worth going out and buying new hardware and paying more for the discs themselves? Yeah, and I mean, they showed some cool looking games, but like Halo Infinite, they had like a little gameplay, eight minute gameplay trailer of it. Uh Look like Halo. I mean, the graphics, I guess, looked a little bit better. I did notice, like, when he's going up the elevator, like, I was like, wow, you, like, you, the world renders really far. He's, you know, back on a Halo. So, you know, you can see the ring going around. Okay. 
Uh, but then I did notice some clouds in the distance pop into existence. And I was like, uh, come on, guys, this is like your showcase. <laughs> Don't do that. If nothing else, go in there after the fact and like save it in the edit and just paint it out real quick. Just don't have something chunky and clunky happening. Something like, you know, it was a small cloud far off, but it happened. And I was like, did that just, did I just see that? And I like rewound it real quick. I was like, yeah, yeah, I did. Okay. Ew. Uh, but otherwise it looked cool. He's got like a grappling hook. So he can like gr either grab stuff and pull it to him or like grapple up like Bionic Commando style. That was the first thing that popped in my head. I almost bought that game yesterday. It looked pretty fucking cool. So it looked like it's going to be fun. And that's a that's a launch title. But again, it's going to be coming out for Xbox One too. So I don't need to go spend X amount of dollars because I have no idea because neither of them have announced what the fucking price on these things is yet. Yeah. That, and that's not even like a like a branding pun there. Yeah. Yeah. They just haven't told us. So uh, they announced, you know, they came out and said there's going to be a new Fable. It had like a really brief teaser trailer, so it didn't really mean anything for the game. It was yeah. it had no gameplay or anything in it. But I loved the Fable series. I remember playing one of them. I don't remember if it was the second or the third one. I played it for a couple days, and you know, you know me with RPGs, but I was having fun. Yeah, like, like doing blacksmithing and shit. Yeah, no, they're they're cool. I played the shit out of the first one. It yeah. was super fun. So, and uh, they announced Gears of War Five and GTA Five will be available day one. Shocker. <laughs> I guess they're doing like a high, you know, a, a 4K GTA 5 release. Oh, nice. Just milk that, what, six-year-old game? You know, if <laughs> I mean, they, they keep on putting new shit for it out. Yeah. Speaking of which, um, I recently saw that uh, the, a little article that was saying GTA Online is planning on going back to Liberty City as some uh, some new content. Oh. And the Nico Bellic's going to be back. And, uh, and they, they have the guy, or at least they have the guy, the original guy doing the voice. So apparently there's going to be some, uh, heist missions going back to Liberty city of GTA four. Oh, no shit. Yeah. That's kind of cool. I haven't, I have not put that game in a machine in a very long time. Five or four. Five mm -hmm. or four. Yeah. I, I kept going with my Xbox live for a long time and every once in a while I would pop in, but I, I eventually called it quits cause I, I just didn't do it enough. It didn't, it wasn't worth it. But I mean, you, you try to go back to GTA four after playing five for a while. It's tough. Like it, it handles way different. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. I went back and played GTA three a while ago yeah. <laughs> and it was rough. Yeah. Or like fucking vice city. I mean, having just gotten a, uh, PlayStation three and an Xbox 360, we bought them cheap used. We're like, why the fuck not? I think I can get Liberty city stories. And I think there was yes, also yeah. a vice city stories. Like those ones that were for uh, the PSP. Yeah. I, I mean, Vice City was my favorite. I fucking love Vice City. I want them to, you know, do a new, a new revamped Vice City so bad. But it had a good aesthetic. Mm hmm. Yeah. I just, I finally went, got around to doing that Game Pass loophole thing. And oh, so, yeah. So I got three years of Game Pass for like 150 bucks. Shit. So if I do decide to get, the next console it's going to be xbox because i already bought into that you're invested but but you know because game pass is the best deal in gaming right now as far as i can tell it's fucking ridiculous yeah until you until you drop it then it sucks but i got it for three years so yeah. I, that, that's a problem for far off future <laughs> that's like me with disney plus yeah, what am what, i gonna do when i don't have disney plus it sounds like microsoft is getting rid of gold entirely oh like, really you can't buy 12 month subscriptions from their store anymore for gold. oh shit just like dc universe yeah so they uh my guess is they're phasing that out they're probably just going to make i'm hoping they're just going to make online play free like it 
should be and used to be and try and get people to pay that monthly money for Game Pass instead. Yeah. Because if you buy just Game Pass, it's the same price. It's 10 bucks a month. If you do the ultimate that comes with gold and gives you Game Pass on your on your Xbox and your PC, it's 15. Okay. But uh but yeah, I, my guess is in the next gen they're going to get rid of gold entirely and just try and get people to do Game Pass. And and hopefully that means you don't have to get Game Pass to play online. And they're just going to let you do that for free. Uh, it doesn't seem like that's a paywall you need to have anymore. I don't think you needed to have it in the first place. But Well, hopefully if they if they do try to squeeze too much out of people, they'll have a situation like that Star Wars Battlefront game. Yeah, people get pissed. Yeah. So, on the gold note, Red Faction 2 is free with games with gold this month. No shit. If you haven't played it, that's uh, that's one of our old favorites. Oh, yeah. Go pick that thing up and... Uh, and give it give it some play. That is a it's a great fucking game. Can you play it online? I would assume so. Which maybe there's going to be some actual people playing it. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. Oh, I'll have to, I'll have to download and check it out. I haven't. I just saw it pop up. That one, like I I love the bot system in that so much because either you know one or two people playing that game, you can turn it into a whole interactive team experience. Fuck yeah. Well, on the video game front, I just happened to stumble upon. Um, this company called, uh, let's see, it's called 3DSEN. They are creating uh, NES emulators or, or emulation for NES games that are in 3D. You sent me the link of this thing and I watched it. It looks pretty cool. Like, I wasn't sure what to expect from it. because, like, do these games need to be in 3D? No. But uh, it looked pretty cool and it was neat that you could, like, rotate the camera around for, like, different angles and shit. Kind of gives it a different feel. Yeah, like, it's still the same NES game, but, like, you can see little little three-dimensional objects. Or, you know, like, like the it almost has, like, a like a brawler sensibility to it, you know, where, where, like, you feel like you would be able to move up and down in the level. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's not much, but it's something. And I, I think it would be neat. There, like, I would love to see, uh, you know, Mega Man 2 in 3D or Bionic Commando, going back to that. It looked like he needed to have some sort of process to go through each of the games. It's like it only has a certain list of supported games right now. Yeah. And that list is growing because it's like there's no way you could just get it to, to know from just the ROM. Like, okay, this is water. Treat this this way. Treat the back of it. Because like in Castlevania, you could rotate it all the way around and see the back. Yeah. And had like those banners were like flapping. Like it could, it knows that those are different from the wall. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know how, um, I don't think you could just have the, you know, an, an algorithm do that. You have to have some dude make some decisions. Yeah. I wonder how they're making their money, like to spend all of that time doing that. I mean, it's 10 bucks. It's on, it's Steam Early Access. So you got to pay for it. It's 10 bucks. Okay. I did check it out too. For 20 bucks, they've got one uh, that's VR compatible. So you can just put that in your eyeballs or, I mean. Yeah. So like it would lo- actually look 3D. It wouldn't just be like, you know, 3D graphics. Like it would be 3D and you could, and you could fucking play with a pad and, you know. Oh, so it. like you would be looking through the character's eyes? No, no. Oh. It'd be the same thing. It'd just be, uh, it would look, the 3D would look actual three-dimensional and uh, it'd just be kind of cool. Hey, you do it. I'll play it. <laughs> I'll, I'll throw down half of that. Don't you have a, uh, a VR headset coming in the mail? Coming in the mail, yeah. I finally broke down and uh, bought myself an Oculus Quest. 
Oh, they, shit. They were avail- I check for, the, for availability all the time, and occasionally they're available, and I go, oh, God, do I really want to spend $400 on that? And uh, this time I decided, yes, so it should be here next week. Dude, we should do one of those fucking freaky things, like one of, oh, the, yeah. one of the fucking scary ones. Yeah. I don't know if I'm ready for that. Too bad. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe, we'll, maybe we'll do a video and finally start up our, our YouTube channel. It'll probably be reminiscent of, uh, for the people of the old, the old, uh, the fans of the old Collider days, the Josh Makuga ones where he's like, this guy is the biggest fucking wuss on earth. I think I talked about it a while back, but like he, he actually like freaks out. I'm going to step away from the mic so I don't, so I don't blow it out. But it, it like, as he's doing it, it's like, Like it, it actually, I probably still blew out the mic. Um, but like he, he reacts like that and they made videos and it's fucking hilarious. So maybe I won't just try to bite their style, but yeah, I will get freaked out. Um, so in movie news, we've got a movie that we are very excited for. Um, that is a a gift from the heavens now in this COVID world where we don't get to go see movies in the theater. So we're, we're not getting to see James Bond, Wonder Woman, Tenet, uh, Black Widow. Like I want to see all those flicks, but I don't get to because very rightfully so they're not going to release those straight to streaming because they're not going to make their money back. But one movie that is coming to streaming is Bill and Ted face the music. Fuck. Yeah. We're totally gonna have a watch party for that one. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, it comes out on uh, September 1st. It's going to be a simultaneous release um, in theaters and VOD because there are theaters that are open, just not in any major capacity. Not near us. Yeah. Unfortunately, we live, even though we're 400 miles away, we live in the same state as the fucking hotbed L.A. Yeah. Um, But along those same lines... Um, you know, there's the ongoing feud between uh, AMC and Universal. Oh, yeah. We talked about that a while ago. You know, Universal said, we're going to release everything for streaming. And, and AMC's like, hey, yeah, fuck you. Yeah, we are. We are not going to show your your movies in theaters. Yeah. And then shit got real serious. And I, like AMC's not showing anything in theaters right yeah. now. So <laughs> I don't know what their bargaining position is, but. I guess it will open eventually. Yeah, I mean, they so they they struck a deal for a 17 day window down from the from the 90 day window for the uh, theatrical run, and I don't know. I mean, I I personally don't have any super strong feelings on it because I don't give a shit. If I if I want to see something in in the movie theaters, I will. If it's coming to streaming, okay, cool. But a lot of people are up in arms about it, thinking that it's a very bad decision. It's going to kill the theater industry. I don't think so. I mean, it's most of those streaming releases are like 25, 30 bucks. Yeah. And, and that's so. that's the big thing is that that it will be premium VOD when it comes out. So it won't be free. You know, it won't be a four dollar rental. Like it will probably be like 25 bucks. If it's a bigger movie, who knows? They may even jack it up to 50 bucks. There's nothing saying that that they are trying to kill the theater experience. They're just trying to expand their reach. You know, they're trying to get trying to get the people who have four kids who aren't going to go to the theaters to yeah. maybe still give them 20, 30 bucks because, you know, because they, they can at that point. Yeah. Or if you have like six kids, it's an even better deal. Yeah. I can't imagine taking eight people to the movie theater. It'd cost a bloody fortune. Yeah. You may as well go to fucking theme parks. And stand in lines. Well, fuck, you got to pay for eight people to go to a theme park. That's even worse. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) But, uh, like, I personally would still just rather go to the theater if if it it was an option. 
I'd rather pay the money to go to the theater if I was going to pay that much to see a movie. Yeah, if it was like just you and I, and we and we wanted to see a movie for the show, and it would be the same cost either way. Like, fuck yeah, let's go to the theater. Let's get some popcorn. It makes me wonder, like, for like really big anticipated things. I mean, if they're going to do like the prize fight, you know, or MMA fight model, where they're in, some of those heavyweight championship fights are like a hundred and fifty bucks on pay per view. Oh shit! They're like ridiculous. The only time I've ever seen any of those is when someone was like having a big party and they paid for it, and like everyone. Yeah, like you'd go over and watch it. And you bring a little baby bag of Cheetos. <laughs> Smithers, the Cheetos. Boy, you have, that's so weird. You have to be old to get that. That's that's almost like a 30-year-old reference. That is, yeah, that is crazy, isn't it? Yeah. It's it's nuts that The Simpsons is still on. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned. Like, it's I think crazy. it's kind of stupid. It's too late for them to go out with a bang. Like, no matter yeah. when they go out now, it's going to be a whimper. And I'm I'm curious what they're holding on to. If they're hoping that they can make it great again and then go out on top, but I don't think they can. I'm it's gotten better in the last few seasons that I've watched than it was like it was at a real low spot four or five years ago. Yeah. And the last couple I saw were better, but I don't know. I I remember like officially ending my my like set aside time to watch this relationship with it in like two thousand two. I remember it was at your <laughs> pool it was at the pool house at your parents' place. Yeah. When, when I, when I watched an episode, cause I was already on the fence and then it was one of those fucking Lisa and Marge episodes. And, and I, I, I felt insulted. I, I, I sound like such a fucking dickhead right now, whatever. Um, it is what it is, but I, I was just, I was done. I, I was heartbroken and I had to move on. So I did. But every time I pop back in there, I'm just, it's so lackluster, but I, I could go back and watch season four again and oh, laugh yeah. my balls off. Yep. I mean, it's hard to be fresh for fucking 30 years. Yeah. And there's there's all sorts of reasonable explanations as to why they change or why they couldn't keep up or or that the whole industry changed, you know, with, with Family Guy coming in and, and making it mainstream to be super irreverent, you know, like like the whole climate changed. Or Which has also kind of run its course. I saw I saw like a commercial for uh, there's like a trailer for something, something PD, some fucking new show that uh it, it was all fucking dick jokes and this and that like they were like trying to be the like an edgier family guy i guess like lots of blurred genitalia and and poop and it was just like i no I, <laughs> man i don't know i'm kind of sold <laughs> i think i'm gonna pass yeah yeah it was from the same people that did that show that had like the little talking bear and they were like forest rangers that were like th- that Family Guy knockoff. I don't remember what that one was called either. I don't even know which, uh, what it is you're talking about. Must have been really good then. Yeah. What else you got? Uh, the Dragon Crew Capsule made it back today. Oh, shit. That's yeah. the SpaceX launch? Yep. Yeah, they made it back from the uh, space station safe and sound. So uh, that is a, a you know full-on success for private companies ferrying people into space. Yeah, let's go. Yes. Yeah, so now they just got to ferry my ass to space and it'll all be worth it. How much, how much debt would you go into to do that? Depends on what it was. If it was like just go into suborbit and come back down, not a huge amount. Like that would still be pretty cool. But what if it was like a week long vacation um, at a moon hotel? <laughs> <laughs> Probably more than my wife would be comfortable with. Yeah. <laughs> so Ben, one property we've talked about in the past that we enjoyed a lot when we were kids was the far side. 
Yes. And it's been gone for a good, what, 20 years, 25 years, a like long, 95? Yeah, a long time, yeah. Um, I was uh, pointed in this direction by Angelina's aunt, actually, because um, she was a big fan of Farside. But she saw that Gary Larson put out a few new comic strips. Oh, awesome. I knew, I know he, he like got a website and like was like cycling through a bunch of his old stuff. And I'd read like the first thing saying like, yeah, and I might actually put some new stuff out too. And thinking like, that's fucking cool. I'm going to check this every day. I did not. (laughs) I got checked it, you know, maybe half a dozen times and it was cool to see comics that, uh, I mean, I, I probably read all of them before, but, uh. You know, it'd been years, so they were still entertaining. Yeah, he apparently, um, I, I don't know if he had like health troubles or or something or, or like arthritis or something like that, because uh, I, I read a little article with Gary Larson about the new stuff, and he was talking about how he had put aside his pen, and I, he described it in a way that, that said like, you know, the tool that had... I think he said something like that had betrayed me or something like that. Or, and I don't know if he was talking about the pen or his hand or what, but it was like, there was some weird, like poetic, uh, angst towards the pen. Maybe he got like carpal tunnel or, or maybe his publishers fucked him over or something. Yeah. I don't know. But he, he's, then he said he picked up a, uh, a tablet, you know, and started drawing digitally and got excited about, about the whole process again. So I, I, these three new, um, I guess they're strips, but I mean, they're just the one panel, um, that he, that he did. They're all like in color and like, they have like, like three dimensional shading on them and shit. Like they almost look like, like a, like a, like 3d objects rather than flat cartoons. And they were, I mean, they were super classic, which, you know, uh, it's, it's kind of bittersweet because it's like, I want my brain to explode like it did when I was a child. But of course, you know, after reading so much far side, there isn't. A long way for it to go, you know. It, it, it's more of the same, which is great. So I'm looking at looking at him right now. Uh, yeah, that's that's solid. Yeah, far side material right there, and uh, the art is different. It's almost it almost looks painted. Like it definitely looks digital. Like it's yeah. done on a tablet, and uh, but it it looks like Gary Larson's stuff. The characters are definitely Gary Larson's far side style. <laughs> no, these are good. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. I hope he keeps that up. Yeah. Because uh, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> it's very near and dear to your heart. <laughs> so I've only got one last little bit of things. Okay. Or bit of something. I've only got one last thing on my list. Um, and that is a product that Angelina pointed me to that I pointed uh, you you boys oh, to. yes. The Wonder Spray. Um, let's see. What's Who's the company that's putting it out? I'm going to. Check it out. It, this is uh, from an article on hotnewtech.com. Questionable ideas limited. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, okay. So I, I don't even know who the company is, but it's going uh, to Kickstarter. Oh, wait. Maybe it already went to Kickstarter. I don't fucking know. What it is, it seems like it's a portable bidet wand. Yeah, I, I'm a big bidet you know, advocate. I, I love my bidet. Bidet to you, sir. Yeah, but uh, I, I don't think I want to put it in my pocket. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is a little wand that, you know, they're, they try to get you excited because you can carry it around in your purse. It says like it, it looks like it's targeted towards females and it's got water jets and you can spray down your asshole and then put it back in your pocket. I all wet and hopefully not with poop on it or I it, it's I so know. bizarre. 
it is so fucking bizarre. I mean, I get the idea because, like, as a as a as a bidet owner, <laughs> when I am uh, forced to uh, lower myself to shit in public toilets, it's uh, and use the uh, the peasant's toilet paper. <laughs> it is uh, it is disappointing, but uh, yeah, I don't think I want to you know spray my butt down with something and then put that wet thing in like my, my pocket or my bag. Yeah, here here's a little little free ad copy for them, just directly from the article. It says, revolutionizing the way we poop. Everybody poops, but not everybody gets clean afterward. Sounds gross, but it's true. However, the team at Wonderspray thinks you should be able to keep it fresh and clean no matter where you go. That's why they developed a no-contact solution, so that you can get all the benefits of taking a mini-shower anywhere you go, from a restaurant bathroom to a gas station restroom on the road. Wonderspray to the rescue! I mean, I guess maybe if you, like, washed it with your hands, like like when you wash your hands, like you scrub it down, too, and... Oh, this is so bizarre. I don't see that one catching on, I gotta say. No. <laughs> uh, like, it's gonna be in your purse, and your kids are gonna pull it out and be like, Mommy, what's this? And, like, start squirting each other with it like a squirt gun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! Oh, that's so fucking gross. <laughs> <laughs> the toddler's gonna pull it out and stick it in their mouth oh gross <laughs> um well that's all i got i i mean the only other thing that i had was uh, i watched a movie last night that uh it was pretty good like it wasn't amazing it wasn't great but it, it was it was worth the time to watch it was kind of quirky and cute and looked like it would have been really fun to make uh called dave made a maze okay uh, it's on amazon prime and uh it's about a dude that uh like his girlfriend was out of town for the weekend, and so he built like a, a box fort, and so he try he he decided to build a labyrinth, a, a cardboard labyrinth in his in his uh, living room, and she comes home and is like, "What the hell is this?" And he's like, "Sorry, I'm 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 I can't come out. I'm lost." And it's like the, you know it's it just looks like his normal room, and then uh, she invites a bunch of friends over, and they all go inside, and uh, it's it's bigger on the inside, and they get lost, and they have to fight their way out. Awesome. It's got like booby traps and the entire, all of the sets throughout the entire movie are fully made of like cardboard and paper. It's a good way to keep a budget down. Oh, and it looks fucking brilliant. They spent some time on this stuff though. It looks fucking super cool. It looks like it would have been a blast to like build the sets for this yeah. fucking movie. You know, I didn't even think about, uh, about recommendations, um, cause I also watched a movie and I recommend this to you, Ben. Oh, it's called Palm Springs. It's got Andy Samberg in it. Oh, okay. It it apparently was like a was a little festival movie. I, I, it was it wasn't theatrical released or anything, but I think w- we watched it on Hulu. It's a Groundhog Day time loop movie, but it's uh, it's rated R, so it's it's a lot a lot raunchier, a lot more raw, um, a lot more fun. I and I love me some fucking Groundhog Day. I love that movie so much, but this takes it in a in a. I'm not gonna say funnier. Uh, but it, it's a different direction. It's a different aspect. I mean, because after after we watch Groundhog Day, you can't help but daydream and go like, well, what the fuck would I do? Oh, yeah, absolutely. This definitely gives you some more ideas. So um, I fully recommend that movie. Angelina and I watched it, and it uh, it's great. What sort of horrible atrocities would I visit upon the world <laughs> if, <laughs> if I knew there was no consequences and it would all just start over the next day. Yeah. And, and what's weird is it's, it's also kind of a romantic comedy too. Like, like if, go watch the trailer. It starts off like it's some stupid fucking romantic comedy. Uh, you know, she's like, Oh, you want to watch this? Watch the trailer. 
and the trailer starts, it looks like some fucking rom-com. And I, and I was like seconds away from saying like, I don't even want to finish this trailer. No, I don't want to watch this movie. And then something wacky happens. I'm like, wait, what the fuck? Like, whoa, whoa, what? Whoa, what? Like, yeah, it's, it's entirely different than you, than you, uh, originally think, but it does, it is still at the end of the day, kind of a, kind of a rom-com. It's just a raunchy, uh, raunch, raunch rom-com. Yeah. (laughs) Raunchmantic comedy. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. Bye. Wait, are you saying goodbye? Is that, uh, yeah, that's all we do, right? I don't know. Do we say something? Um, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, listen here, motherfuckers. We don't have any new reviews or or uh, interactions to talk about. So why don't you get off your ass, go to your fucking computer or your smartphone. Oh, whoops. It's you that handles the uh, the, the plugs stuff. I'll, I'll be the good cop. Okay. And, and <laughs> leave us a fucking review, you piece of shit. We'd appreciate it. Um. Yeah. But, uh, email us at email at geeksplorationpodcast.com. Find us on the social medias, Facebook, Geeksploration Podcast page, Instagram, Geeksploration Podcast, and Twitter at GeeksplorePod. And uh, if threats work on you, go uh, go get, leave us a review because they're, uh, they're fun. And uh, they make you feel good inside when you let someone know that they did a good job. That's why you should do it. And, and John won't come to your house and beat you up if you do. I know where you live, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> I'm uh, watching you shower. Our uh, theme song is Celebration by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. And uh, that's the end of the episode. There it is.